Welcome back to Craft Brew Film Review. Uh, we're actually doing a, a specialty episode today. We're not going to be reviewing a, a grouping of movies. We're doing another one of our commentaries, which uh, may be loved, may be hated, may be completely ignored. I don't know. but Or some combination of all of that. <laughs> maybe so. Uh, maybe they're ignored and hated at the same time. <laughs> um, but today we're, we're, we're dealing with RoboCop. 1987. And exactly. Not not that that not great remake. No. The 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 original absolutely brilliant OG. <laughs> um yeah, the 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 best one of of the lot in my opinion. It's it's one of the better sci-fi movies ever made in my opinion. This is very true. This is very true. Um and I'm honestly not sure if it can even be seen uh from our wide angle up there because we had to last minute jury rig something yay pivot <laughs> uh, but I, I made sure to go ahead and have my my little robocop and ed209 toys that i have <laughs> yeah they're normally on a shelf up there but i was like oh i've got to pull them down while we're doing this mm -hmm. um so anyways uh we're here to watch robocop and talk some stuff about the stuff we watch. The, the stuff about the stuff. <laughs> exactly. That's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I told you before, I'm a wordsmith. Like you were absolutely right. Things I say are words. They are. <laughs> they are words. Certified words. <laughs> That's right. Like I, I, I go to the certified word department, and they're like, "Yes, those are words." They, they are. Yeah. You got the stamp of approval, hundred percent, ready to go. All right. So. We got RoboCop all queued up, and we're going to start it in three, two, one, go. That's a big eyeball. Oh, <laughs> speaking of it's this MGM. little uh, MGM opening with a lion, I saw something on, like, it was like an Instagram reel or something like that. Well, I don't know if the guy was, like, trying to do a challenge to drink, like, an entire two-liter Sprite. Uh, or the knockoff version of it, but while he's drinking it, he's like like that because he was like making him burp and everything. And somebody put the MGM logo over him, so he's like, Orion used to be the shit, yo. Back back in the eighties, yeah. As I recall correctly, this one kind of got started because they were looking for like another Terminator type of movie. I don't I don't know if they were looking for a Terminator type of movie, but I think the director Paul Verhoeven did credit the terminator with the success of robocop because uh they kind of started the whole mo not monster uh robot the robot stuff. thing yeah. yeah i i really like these these you know fox newsish type of news segments because they yeah. do fantastic for world building no, that's very true. I also, like, when I watch this, it's been a minute since I watched this and this other movie I'm going to reference, but when I watch these, I mean, it was like, this has got to be where Starship Troopers got it. <laughs> that's it, it, Paul Verhoeven directed Starship Troopers as well. Did he? He did. Oh. Well, it made me want to go watch that again, too. So maybe that'll be a future commentary if mm -hmm. people want us to see it. He he does a lot of social commentary like that, because yeah. this, this is a good example of it. Starship Troopers is another really good example of it. Yeah. Yes, I've got anal leakage. Um, sorry, I don't know where that came from. I was referencing old Robin Williams stuff. Oh. We here at the Family Heart Center. Is he wearing a toupee? Probably. 
Yamaha heart. Mine's a Hyundai. I don't know about you, man, but an extended warranty on a heart just sounds terrifying. <laughs> extended warranties sound terrifying on everything, yeah. let alone your heart. Yeah. And remember, we care. Oh, this was crazy. So this whole premise of like Detroit was essentially falling into ruin. So a big company had to come and, and privatize the police department. Yeah. yeah. And then like a quarter of a century later, Detroit actually declared bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frank Fredrickson. What about Tom Tomlinson? I mean, <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> oh, Red Foreman. I literally had that. So I was like, I've seen him in a number of things, but I can't see him in Nazi's seventy. He, dude, he is a man. He he played an excellent villain in this. Yeah, he did. Well, he actually uh, originally auditioned for Dick Jones. Oh, did he really? Yeah, and then he got called and said he had the part, and he was like, "Oh, cool!" Thinking he had Dick Jones, we're like, "No, we want you to play this other guy." And he's like, "Hey, that's cool too." All right, fine. <laughs> Not I don't choose what to charge people with. That's a district attorney. That's a popular <laughs> misconception. Now get out of my office. <laughs> and you got this guy coming in like with his little like colorful shirt and buttoned up to the top. He uh it's almost like uh the the inverse of Beverly Hills Cop where they're all like super dressed up mm-hmm. and then you got Axel Foley walk in. Oh shit, that's another good one to watch. Oh Beverly Hills Cop, yeah. Oh, I love that movie. You got it, Chief. We, 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 well, we have to branch out. We can't keep doing 80s flicks. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's what we grew up with, though. I know, but there's other good movies out there, too. Damn it, sorry. <clears throat> well, we talked about doing Short Circuit, too. Was that 80s or early 90s? It was, um, short, short Circuit 1 was in the 80s. <laughs> that's an important line, actually. What... What he mentioned right there? What did you say? Uh, OCP was moving a lot of new guys to to de- old Detroit. Yeah. I thought that was weird. Just like random boob shot, and then also like she's putting on her like bulletproof vest stuff, and I'm like, does that usually go on bare skin under your armor I, I, or I, under your? Uh, no, you 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 would put a t shirt on or something. You put the vest over the top of it. Are there any officers not on duty when you're short staffed? No. Also, like co-ed. Locker room. That's that's something else that Verhoeven did in Starship Troopers. Was, yeah, I, I know. Mean, I remember it, that. They had like co-ed showers and everything. Yeah, it's it, it it's something that he does to to show equality. Yeah. No, I I'm all for it. It's just like I don't think that would ever happen in the real world. So no. I'm like, just like co-ed locker room. <clears throat> and that guy just got there, and you already know his name, Murphy. Well, he introduced him, Murphy, transferring from Metro South. Well, I know, but I'm like, I don't. Maybe it's just me because I don't remember names that easily. <laughs> I was also reading, so like they specifically like cast her because they were looking for a, a female that 
would not have any misconstrued idea that there's supposed to be a love interest between her and Murphy. Hmm. And they're like, no, there's no love interest here at all. So we have to make sure we find somebody that doesn't have something that makes you think they're going to have a right. love interest at some point. Now she comes up, kicks ass. Here she is. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Sexist. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> She's like, fuck you too? At least let me in the door! <laughs> I love that shot's like used later, but it's dark. I'm like, it's the exact same shot, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But I... Uh-huh. It's big. What one of the things that I really, really enjoy about this movie is there is so many different angles mm-hmm. that any one of these different things could be a movie of their own. Yeah. Like, um, Except it's done well. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, but like everything ties together perfectly. Um, like, like with the OCP stuff, like this, this could be its own movie. Like the the corporate greed of this particular yeah. world. Um, the police department could be its own movie. The um, just the world around it could be its own movie. I mm-hmm. really like that part. Well, I don't know if it's true, but I did read somewhere that apparently this like script was like shopped around to directors, like a ton of different directors, and everyone's like, "I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this." And it was even shown to Paul Verhoeven, and he was like, read a couple pages, like, "Nah, I'm good." Mm-hmm. And then apparently his wife picked it up and read it and. I was like, no, you should take a second look at this. Uh, I have no idea if that's true, though, but I just read that. And I was like, huh. Ah, oh, the corporate board meeting. New Delta City. That I don't know if I would like to see that city as like, that'd be interesting to visit, or if like, that's just really weird and wouldn't work. No, they're, they're building a new downtown. There's also like, oh, there's big round things going around. Are those highways? Because it literally just circles the the big building. It doesn't go anywhere on, else. On, on ramp, by ramps? Or off, off ramps? <clears throat> yes. Yes. Oh, Miguel Ferrar. Played an excellent, like, side villain in this particular movie. He had a very long career, actually. Um, doing a lot of TV acting and stuff like that. Oh, yeah? Um... He he passed away earlier this year, I think. Oh, I didn't know that. This year being 2023? Yeah. <laughs> Got to remind people these are recorded a little while before they sorry, come out. <laughs> sorry, 2023. No, I didn't know that. I was watching some of the special features and seeing some of the stuff from these guys. There was a, a documentary they put on about this movie um, in August of 23 that I, I really want to see. It's like a big four-hour really? thing called RoboDoc. Hmm. And it's in four different episodes that are like an hour and a half each of oh. the making of this movie. I'm going to have to look into that. That'd be fun to watch. I also like him there. Like, um, what's his name? Ronnie Cox. Mm-hmm. I guess like, this was like one of his first villain roles because he was known for like the, the, the nice like dad guy or mm-hmm. something like that. And he wanted something with a little meatier and. Got his first villain role here. A lot, a lot of actors like that. They like <clears throat> playing the villain roles because you can. There's a lot more to chew into. Yeah. Speaking of Beverly Hills Cop, um... <laughs> and we come back to it. 
for those that don't know, he played a, like, not the sergeant, but like the captain or whatever mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills Cop. Ed 209. I was watching some of the stuff about how they, like, made this guy to, like, some of the stop motion things they did. Uh, and uh, what's his name? Phil Tibbet, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Like, very big figure in, like, the stop motion world. Uh, was actually involved with this. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, back before all the stop motion guys lost their jobs because computers got involved. Right. This this is, yeah, stop motion and I'm and practical effects like that. I mean, because they did the CGI stuff in the 2014 RoboCop, but it's, I mean, it's computers. It doesn't really have the same type of effect. I'm a big proponent of practical effects when... Yeah, when when available. Well, I mean, th- that thing, like, they, like that right there, it's a practical thing standing there. And they had built one that can, like, you see it in the end, that can just, like, rotate back and forth to the side. Mm-hmm. But any more movement beyond that was all the little miniatures of stop motion. Okay. Pay attention to this gun here. So, this gun, uh, let's see, what is this gun? That's a, it's a Desert Eagle Magnum. That's a fifty cal, and yeah. And that was actually originally intended to be Robocop's gun. Mm-hmm. But then they put it in Robocop's hand and it was too small. <laughs> like, it's a giant gun, but in his hand it looked tiny. Uh, so they had to switch it up to a modified Beretta. Also, it's like, I'm like low on the totem pole and you bring me up here and now I'm going to die. You fuckers. <laughs> I always thought that little, like, cat growl thing that it did was neat. Um... And there, there was a fun distinction. So Ed told him to put down his gun, and he dropped it, and it didn't know the difference between the two. And this is the first introduction. Like, oh yeah, I forget how bloody this fucking movie is. Yeah, Damn, that's that's something that Verhoeven's known for is incredibly over the top, like comical violence. Um. Mm-hmm. And, and you it, would think, it, if you're just doing a, a, a live demo, would you have actual live ammo in no, it? No, you shouldn't. <laughs> um, that that in itself, the comical violence, is is a commentary on like how over-the-top Hollywood violence is. Because this scene is shown in is somewhat in a comical sense. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, he just blows up the board member. They do something very similar with the Alex Murphy scene later. Yeah, yeah, and that one's, like, horrific. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, Verhoeven, like liking the the blood stuff, I'll have a comment later on that we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> you call this a glitch? A glitch. Fifty million—that's nothing for a company like yeah, this. Yeah, for your size, Jesus. That's payroll for a day. Yeah. <laughs> this this is important. This this ties into what I said was an important line earlier. This little spiel he's going to give. That right there. Mm -hmm. They were moving prime candidates into the most dangerous areas, knowing they were putting them into danger so that they would have subjects for this program. Yeah, yeah. I had never picked up on that. <clears throat> allergy season folks sorry for all the clearing of the throat <laughs> it's getting everybody <laughs> yeah you're gonna think fuck jones here in about 
40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches leave. <laughs> oh my God. So obviously we're way ahead of schedule and I would mm. assume that a lot of people that are going to be listening to this have probably seen this movie before. I used to do that when I was younger, not with real guns, but, um, the twirling of the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, the <laughs> it's it's the whole not with real guns thing clarification. That was like, oh, oh I, I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was uh, listening to one of the um, behind the scenes thing. Apparently, when Verhoeven was like directing this movie, he didn't realize that like bitches was a derogatory like term towards women. Oh, really? When he was making this, uh-huh. um, and so. He's sitting there, he's like, all right, when you come in, you say bitches leave, and the bitches leave. But but should the bitches leave, or, or, or do the bitches stay, and then and then you have them leave <laughs> later? Uh, bitches, what do you think? Do you should stay, or should leave? Oh, yeah, okay, bitches, you leave when he says bitches leave. Like, talking to the actresses, and they're just like, whatever. <laughs> but he had no fucking clue. <laughs> well, he's from, he's from the Netherlands, so I don't, I don't know if that was just a cultural thing, or... Yeah. Well, I'd also really like apparently um Alex Murphy, uh Peter Weller playing his character. Um, I guess he's Dutch or something like that. And so he had some difficulty with some of the American slang as well, like with the black guy saying brother to him mm-hmm. or to one of the other characters, and he's like, But they're they're not brothers. Why is he saying brother? Uh so it's just oh, like yeah, yeah. a lot of little disconnects like that. Um actually since we're talking about Peter Weller, fun fact about him, he has a PhD in the Italian Renaissance. He is a very, very smart man. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. They're chasing Emmett Brown. Yeah. <laughs> the Libyans. <laughs> <laughs> the Libyans. And what it... do it. This doesn't feel like um standard operating procedure for Yeah, I know, hanging out the, <laughs> the passenger side with two guns. Yeah. Hanging at the passenger side of the policeman's ride, shooting his guns at me. Sorry. <laughs> bravo. Uh, nice little improv there for yeah, the TLC bravo. fans. And now the windshield doesn't have bullet holes in it. Nope. One sec. I gotta switch mags. Can you fly? I wanna fly like an eagle. <laughs> I don't know if he was supposed to be, I think he was supposed to be dead, yeah. But when they were spinning, you saw his head go look up like this, like, oh shit! Yeah. And then right when they were going, he laid it back down real quick. <laughs> it's a stunt, come on. Speed limit, five miles an hour. We're driving way faster. They come back to this place a lot. Well, a lot being twice, but... Um... <laughs> a lot being... Well, it's more than once. <laughs> they go to that police station a lot as cops. <laughs> well, it, it, it's a full circle. This this is where Alex Murphy's journey starts, and this is where it kind of ends, at, you know. Well, I mean, it's, it's where he transitions from Murphy to Robocop and then back again. Yeah, well, then sort it, of, yeah. yeah. That is not how you enter a room. That's not how you clear. (laughs) 
<laughs> dun, dun, dun. That's why they brought him in from South Beach or wherever the hell you said he was from. South Beach? <laughs> I'm taking my robotic <laughs> cop Florida, to South Beach. Oh, Metro God. South. Is Metro South. Saying. Hey, I had the South. South Beach. I transferred in from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to piss in the corner. This I always thought was weird. Pinch it off. So, as, as a cop, would you really just decide to take the time and sneak a peek? I don't know. Just because... Well, she's also standing way too close while yeah. he's facing her. She's like, let me check the angle of the dangle here. And, yep. Yeah, I'm just like, no. That's stupid. Stupid. Dead or alive, you're taking care of me. Capital investment. So will Robocop. An acid. <laughs> Along with your line of work. Booby I'd, I'd oh. buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Something else I, I read. Again, don't know if it's true. Couldn't find sources that confirm it. But... Um, the was it Nancy Allen that plays Ann Lewis when she first showed up on set? Uh, Paul Verhoeven was shooting some of that little I'll buy that for a dollar scene mm-hmm. shit, and she was like, What the fuck did I sign up for? <laughs> <laughs> Try it, creep. Answer again, why are you so close? So I many... can't see that man's face and not see the mutated version of him later. So many stupid mistakes. That's because he's from... Uh, I was going to say it's because he's from South Beach. <laughs> he doesn't understand how to police Detroit. You know, bad guys must waste a lot of shotgun shells. Just like littering <laughs> the floor with them. Yeah. Because you always have to sit there and... Right before you point it at somebody. Uh, it's, it's and a, then if somebody else walks in the room, you turn around and point at them. It's, it's a movie trope. Yep. Yep. How many Gorgeous shots do you hair. think it took him to actually, without looking, put the helmet on the oh. other guy's head? <laughs> like Just like... Boom, oh! <laughs> Shit, sorry. Yeah, I know that. I actually was looking up stuff about this scene since you had mentioned how gruesome it is. I guess when they first screened the flick, apparently a lot of people walked out during the scene. And I guess Verhoeven had to like cut it down to get it to an R rating and avoid the X rating. Yeah, they're, they're, it was. Um, they they were going to hit it with the X rating for that. Just just for the over the topness. a hell of a comeback dude got a gun in your face you're slime wonder why 
Well, when we're driving up behind you and you immediately start open fire on us, what do you think? I was just on my way to get a donut. Ding. <laughs> That's such a bad cheesy joke, but yeah. it also works with his delivery. So, man, it's just, this whole scene is just rough. But it's also like, man, he must be the, the strongest person on the planet. With all the blood loss he's got going on, he's just like standing there taking it, still on his feet. Some impressive body armor. And you're going to see a, a fake body here in a second. Like he's doing that and then it's going to show a different angle and like it's like, those teeth look fake. Oh, because that's not real. <laughs> there, yeah. Yeah. I was like, that looks so, f oh, because it is fake. So is that like their hideout and they're found and so they're like, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's find a new hideout. Yeah, pretty much. They, they got busted, so. And they never even went to check on her. They just assume her falling on a, a pillow under some tarps that she was dead. It was fine. It's really bad out there when they're in constant wearing... Riot gear. <laughs> da -da. I will say, watching this flick did make me want to go watch the other ones, even though they get uh, progressively worse. worse. Yeah, uh, and then go like watch the TV series again because I watched it a. Or, actually, no, I think there was a TV series, and maybe there was like made-for-TV movies. I think it was maybe the made. There, for there TV were movies there were several. Saw. There was there was like a, a network TV TV series. Um, and then there was like these, um, yeah, like little mini things. Um, I haven't seen, like, I've seen this movie probably 50, 60 times. Mm -hmm. I've, I've seen RoboCop 2, RoboCop 3. I, I haven't seen the TV show personally. Um, yeah, I think it was, I think it was made for like TV movies uh, that I saw. Cause I remember like it had RoboCop in it and like at some point they come out with like a black RoboCop. Like he was like another cop that got turned into another version of RoboCop and I think they even made his armor black mm -hmm. as well. And then they were like Robocop versus Robocop for a bit there because they programmed him to go take out Robocop or something. I don't remember. That was in it, the It's TV been a minute show? since I watched it. Well, I don't remember if it was the, They were like three, or three, I think, maybe movies. But I, I couldn't remember if they were like the TV show made into a movie or if they were just like standalone, like made for TV movies. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. TJ Laser. I'm not wearing anything under this robe. But I'm like, how is he still alive? I guess it depends on how quick EMT's got to him. I mean, human body's a very resilient thing. 
But I mean, that's a lot he went through. Oh, I know. I mean, the like I said, that that was some pretty cool, some pretty good body armor. Yeah, yeah, like all those shots where he's like ah ah ah, and there's barely any damage to his chest. Let's shock a flat line. What does shock a flat line mean? Trying well. It's, it's, it sounds like they're gonna shock him to get him on a flat line and quit. No, which is not what I think they meant. No, like defibrillators like that don't actually work like that <clears throat> in that type of environment. Like if a heart stopped, it doesn't actually shock it back into going. It's it's meant for more like if an, there's an erratic like, heartbeat, yeah, it'll rhythm, shock it back yeah. into. Now this bothers me. In a second. What is she rotating on his face? Maybe, maybe is there a camera in his forehead? All right, and I'm like, is he pulling the bullet out of his head? Like, what was he doing? Because based on where it's at, like, these are all in front of his eyes. And then, what the hell was that? Because when he takes his helmet, and what's he screwing into his face? That was his forehead and his cheeks. I don't know. I didn't build it. When he takes it off, he does not have one of those selfie rings around his head. <laughs> selfie ring. <laughs> This this is another important scene actually. It's a, it's kind of a toss away, but mm-hmm. see how he just says that so coldly, like lose the arm. Yeah, that scene actually reminds me of something in um, what is it? Is it I Robot with Will Smith? Um, he has a, like under like his skin, his, like his, I think his left arm, I think it is, is all fake, Mm -hmm. um, like, uh, robotic stuff. And he kind of makes a reference to like being a police in the force and you have to have signed some documents and he's like, you, you have to read the fine print. It doesn't, uh, just say what they can take out. It says what they can put back in or Mm -hmm. something like that. And they just, that line made me think of it. He's like, well, he signed the document. Rip his fucking arm off. <laughs> down, down. This is just weird. Would you have a New Year's party in the lab in front of the, the robot you're building? And then, like, essentially kiss him on his eyeball? No, I, I can make fun of some of this stuff they did here because some of it is like 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 the LED selfie ring that went mm. over his head. I'm like, what the hell is that? Uh, but I like the slow reveal they did mm. because while you're doing this, you, you are sitting there kind of like, what, 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 the, what, what does he do? What does he look like? What's what's going on? And that little like secret little not secret but like barely glimpse on the, the TV little camera, by, yeah. yeah. You down with OCP? Yeah, you know me. (laughs) (laughs) I will offend again. I'm a repeat offender. I repeat, I will offend again.
dick. What the fuck? <laughs> do, do, do. Yeah, how have they decided to come up with that sound for his footsteps? That's I don't know, genius. man, but it's 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 iconic at this point. <laughs> yeah, you can't hear that sound being a, a big sci-fi person fan, you know, and, and not know what that is. Mm-hmm. That was like a Jean-Claude Van Damme wannabe. <laughs> what the hell? Did you uh, read about like the movements, how he studied mime for this? Mm-hmm. I have seen that. They're they like before. doing like some planning some fluid movement, and then you got in the suit, and he's like, I can't fucking move. <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadow. It's baby food. Mm. Or fucking dog shit. Soft serve. <laughs> <laughs> How can something taste like baby food? If you think about it, it can like oh, it it has the texture of baby food. But Gross puree. The baby food is just pureed food. So how does it taste like baby food? That means all food tastes like baby food. Well, maybe it's like very bland, no salt. Have you ever eaten? Ba- well, no, I haven't. Have you ever eaten baby food? Yeah, you have. Well, um, not that I recall. As, as, as old enough to remember it. No, I have. It's just like, it's just like eating the food, but it's mushed. Uh, He's like, can you get out of my face? Fuck bitches. (laughs) Get drugs. Get crunk. Pay a dollar. (laughs) Pay a dollar. (laughs) Wait, that's the TV show later. Never mind. (laughs) Uh, you need to contact your HR department. That's not cool. I want this dude's gun. The Auto 9? I always thought this scene was kind of cool. Like, you're in a gun range, everybody's firing their Berettas and all this stuff, and then you just hear this one gun that's a little bit louder than everyone else's. Mm -hmm. Oh, you see that? Yeah, the little mistake He pulls the trigger and it didn't fire? How many rounds are in that magazine? Oh, I know. When we get to the the cocaine scene, yeah. Like seriously, I'm just like, does does his hand like when it's hooked up to it going down his arm? Is there like additional bullets that just feed into that damn gun? Because Jesus. Well, they showed a counter on the wall. I just noticed that. I've seen this movie a bunch of times. Yeah, that that counter. That's for the rounds he's shooting. There's. 141 141. rounds per magazine. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, the, uh, he must have bullets that feed up his arm into it. Well, because there's that one scene at the end when he's like, he's getting ready for the, you know, the big thing and he like cocks the gun. So I don't, I don't know if that like feeds into his, into the, weapon from his arm or not oh speaking of that little key catching scene 
It took some like fifty takes to get that shit. Oh, did it really? Well, because the, the the gloves are made of like this rubber material, so the keys kept bouncing off the gloves every time oh, you walk by. So he had to like anticipate it, and you know, it's funny. Yeah, I know. I stopped at the right spot. <sighs> he I, is... I have this score on my phone. <laughs> he is a robot. He is a cop. <laughs> he is a robocop. <laughs> Did you just do that on the fly, or have you heard that before? Buy that for a dollar. I, I read that somewhere. Like, it was done in that tone, and I'm like, oh, that's too perfect. <laughs> you know, that was very rude. She sees him walking in, makes a snap judgment, and, like, puts all the money away. Well, in this case, that snap judgment is absolutely oh, shit, 100% right. correct. <laughs> That was profiling. <laughs> profiling is wrong, except when you're right. Dumbass. Whoa. Can you imagine every time you have to get out of the get someone out of that safe, you have to like you move all the empty beer cans, cans out of the way. What's that say in the background? The 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 real stuff. Maybe. Dun da da dun. Fuck me, fuck me. <laughs> Jack Daniels. Ty. Argo, potato chips, Miller Lite. <laughs> I always hate when in any movie they bend the barrel of the gun. I hate I, you could be the strongest thing in existence to where you could physically bend a gun but you still couldn't do that mm-hmm. and do you know why because the other person holding it would also have to hold the gun oh in the same as, okay, the, so. as the other pressure like like pivot point for him to be able to bend it what he would do is grab it and start to do that and the gun would just come up or lift you up with it got it like you would not be strong enough to hold it in place so like superman's done that movie too and i'm like I hate that so much. Now, if you walked up, grabbed the gun, grabbed the barrel, and then did that, okay, fine, I'll believe it. Right. That makes sense. I hadn't thought about it. That pops in my head every time I see that in a movie, and I'm like, (laughs) that's not possible. And not because nobody's strong enough to do it, because the other person's not. (laughs) It seems like... A great scene for how it ends up, but it's also like kind of upsetting yeah, until it it's happens. Not, it's, it's, it is uncomfortable. I love that shot with the big ass shadow of him back there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was there was a remake. Or a, a little fan project that somebody did, where like all they they focused on this scene, and like like they reenacted this one, and then like they turned around and there's some other dude, another no woman they off in the corner. Shooting people in the he just keeps shooting people in the yeah, deck I've over and over that. again. I think you're the one that actually showed it's, it to it, me. Man, yeah. it's good. <laughs> now stop touching me. Do, do, do. Mm, 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 mm. It's that, that Basil Polidaris soundtrack, man. 
So I'm sure you know this too, that every time he's driving the car and it shows him in the car, he's sitting in his underwear. Yeah. It couldn't, it was, uh, um, they also showed him getting out of cars. Like they yeah, never, he never could like get getting into out it. or starting to get in, but never actually completing it because he can't fit. So that's why they always show like his foot come out first and then show him kind of like standing up from the car. He just drives through the crime scene tape. Excuse me, I was on TV here. <laughs> Bitches, move. <laughs> he already took his leg out. Why is he taking his leg out again? <laughs> I was also reading that this suit, apparently, there, there's conflicting reports. Anywhere from 8 to 12 hours to put that fucking thing on. So there's an interview with Peter Weller and he was saying like, yeah, I'd be coming in at 2.30 in the morning to start having this shit put on me while all the people working on the movie were heading home after having drinks and everything for, for the, the night before. Oh. So they'd go home and get some sleep while I'm coming into the place to get the oh. shit put on. <laughs> I want a Fiero! I want a 6,000 sucks. sucks. 6,000 sucks. <laughs> Is he eating a chocolate bar? He's hungry. He needs a Snickers. <laughs> the problem is he hasn't finished it yet because he's not himself. That's right. And I want to that, that, that joke only works if you've seen all those Snickers commercials. <laughs> you're not yourself when you're hungry. Have a Snickers. like which one do you think it is well i think from that it'd be pretty easy to tell kiss your face goodbye douche splat commits cold-blooded murder on the six o'clock news mm -hmm. Yeah, I was watching this and I was waiting for a scene. I was like, oh, wait, shit, that's from part two. When he, uh, the guy's out there and he just shooting just, the bullets I, I around him. Thought, and, like, the, and then a cigarette falls out of him. I was like, thank, thank you, you for, for not smoking. smoking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was from the second one. Oh, my God. No, like, I, I get what they're doing. But just the more fighting in the Mexican good yeah. like the like, huge grin on his face as he's talking about it. Nuke them. Get them before they get you. <laughs> That's a great family game. <laughs> So he says one million. The boss says two million. Well, it's 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 typical, you know, bullshit. They say we're gonna make millions of new jobs, thousands of new jobs, hundreds of millions of new jobs. Jabs. I'm the best job creator that's ever existed. 
the end of crime in old Detroit in 40 days. <laughs> Lofty goals, my man. Because they're just going to come through and kill everybody with Ed 209. <laughs> No, Ed 209 was the other guy's Bob. His was RoboCop. No, I, I know, but I was saying like that's how they would actually be able to do that. Just yeah. kill everybody that's living there. I'm sorry, why is the executive lounge a bathroom? Because that's, I don't know, that's that's where they drop deuce right there. Take you know. But uh, to when I think executive lounge, I think it's like a lounging area with like couches and maybe some food and everything. But like, no, you have a key card to go take a shit. Mm. Because... It's executive because the he didn't wipe. Uh, because the, <laughs> why would you notice something like that? <laughs> it's executive because these are the ones that have the heated toilet seats mm. and apparently a twenty four seven like message board in front of the urinal. Oh, the message board is a stock quote. You pissed yourself because he's scared of he's scared of Dick Jones. Dick Jones, who? What's up, bro? <laughs> so many years ago, <laughs> there was a girl on Charleston Street. <laughs> <laughs> and you could buy a burger for a nickel. <laughs> God, now I want a cheeseburger. <laughs> Inception. Well, it's going to be about dinner time here shortly. Buddy boy. <laughs> so you came in here with your receding hairline. I care. Um, <laughs> fuck the old man. Uh, the lower level executive that got fucked up probably cares that it didn't work. I, you know... The conspiracy the dude's family and friends probably cared. The conspiracy theorist in me had this thought that like that dude had screwed him over or said something off to him, and so he decided to execute him in the boardroom. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. Oh, it was a it was a glitch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, whoopsie. We'll There's get a coding it. error. We'll get it fixed. You complete so me. sensual. <laughs> yeah, I like it rough. You fucked the raw guy. <laughs> See, without the dialogue, you could almost be like, "Are are they mad at each other about they about the fuck?" Mm, it's a hit. It's, it's a very yes. like sensual like yes. scene. It's a hate screwing. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you gonna go check your TV antenna? You ain't you ain't got no uh, no no reception, bro. Cable's out. He's in there watching porn. He's <laughs> <laughs> just streaming it inside his visor. See, he's 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 feeling the scene. Must not fap. <laughs> <laughs> Must not fap. <laughs> That's why he starts having like a panic attack because he's like, I don't have a dick. <laughs> oh, he's finishing. 
That or he's taking a deuce in the suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, he don't have... Um... Actually, that begs mind a question, because he's... Um, he is he's... consuming food. Yeah, where's the waste go? Is it... he, he's uh, it's... so um, great at consuming the nutrients so that efficient? there's nothing left over. Yes, efficient. There, There is no such thing. Words are things that come and go. I thought you were an excellent wordsmith. Yes, because I, I can make words. That doesn't mean I can remember words. I I can make with the words. Oh yes, the heroic RoboCop theme. Uh, a little maybe you think of the the I think it's the part three that has the fucking like Robo ninjas in it. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And his flight suit. <laughs> he goes from RoboCop to the Rocketeer. I know that the. So I'm kind of torn. Like the the second one wasn't as good as this because this is an all time classic. Yeah. But it's still an enjoyable movie. And the third one, uh, yeah, it wasn't good, but it was it was very campy. Yeah. Uh, they decided to go over the top with it. Yeah. I mean, there there were elements in part three I still liked, but some things I was just like, no. Like when the ninja's there and he's all. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's, you know, they were trying to improve on the design and things weren't quite going uh, to plan. Murphy. Your name is, your name is Murphy. How do you know? She knows. Maybe he just likes to swirl guns like he did. And have the same, you know, bottom half of his face. Yeah, he has. He has the same and the same l- voice. He's the lustrous lips and the <laughs> <laughs> lustrous lips, voluptuous. Ert. Nope, I'm out. That is a really weird area for a parking garage. There was all those pillars in the fucking way. Mm-hmm. Like, how did the cars that were behind the pillars get there? Maybe, maybe it was a. Con- <clears throat> well, maybe they didn't need the cars and just built the pillars there, <laughs> or or this was like a you know uh, reclaimed old building that all that's all they had access to. So what are you guys blaming her for? Like he got up from his little, you know, wet dream and decided to leave on his own. And the fact that she talked to him, like you're blaming her for it? Yeah, because they don't want to accept responsibility for what they've done. Hmm. Standard corpo behavior. Fair enough. Yeah, you know me. Don't touch me. Whatever came of the, I remember you talking about it years ago, where there was like, almost like a GoFundMe type thing to build a giant like statue of the Robocop last in thing I saw was that it was completed and they were trying to figure out when they were going to install it. Mm. I don't know if they actually did. I want to look it up, but we're watching the movie right yeah, now. Yeah, no, no. After the movie, you should look that up because 
I, I would go look at the statue. Because I almost <laughs> threw in some, you know, fifty hundred dollars to it. Uh-huh. Sometimes you gotta you gotta back little things like that. I know. I have two. Not only did I do the little go, not the GoFundMe's, but I backed the projects for Hasbro for the Ghostbuster stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I backed two movies. Uh, I don't know if it was GoFundMe or one of the other ones, but to where like I'm listed in the producer credits. Are you really? Which ones? Yeah, there's a, a sci-fi documentary that's like three or four hours long uh, about like RoboCop's actually mentioned in it too, um, and it goes through a lot of old sci-fi movies. And I've I've got a digital copy somewhere. But there's also the very last movie that Jason David Frank was in, who really? was the Green Ranger from Power Rangers. Um, they're doing a, a movie that's from the trailer they made for it. Looks very similar in vein to certain Power Ranger stuff called Legend of the White Dragon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the trailer looks really cool, so I threw some money into that too. But of course, his suicide has like really slowed that movie down. Yeah, and they're trying to put finishing touches on it and everything. And I think they like recently did uh some kind of showing at like festivals or something but yeah my name will be in the producer credits on that too just because i threw some money in <laughs> well i mean me and like 500 other fucking people but well still, you can you still cool. pause it in a screen grab mm-hmm. he's like the fuck wait i know you not yet I'm walking to you, dude. Ba-da-boo. So, are they always? Is he always recording, or just chooses to randomly record when he wants to record? I, I think. Well, if it was a legit thing like that, especially in law enforcement, he would be recording twenty four seven. He's just like having a a code and he's just like stuck time to reboot daddy it's a glitch i tried to say buddy and it came out daddy time to reboot daddy <laughs> hey daddy you boom you know as soon as he becomes robocop this movie actually goes really freaking quick it's 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 a it's a perfect example or excellent example of pacing in a film mm-hmm because there's nothing wasted. There's no bloat, no filler. It's mm-hmm. all serves a purpose. Which it's it's perfect in the, in that sense because like how many movies we reviewed where I'm like you could get rid of that scene, you could get rid of that scene. Why are we even have this character here? What's the point of this? Yeah, this is boring. This is obviously just a pad runtime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I don't know why I did that like Arnold. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Who, who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> oh God! Speaking of Arnold, um, I watched the Sylvester Stallone <laughs> documentary. <laughs> okay, that is connected because their movies were like they were like rivals in movies for was a while. Was that the reality and show actually that him in... and his family did? No, that's not a documentary. That's a fucking reality show. Okay. Um, oh, oh God. The wish knife, I had been able to point knife. Yeah, no, not just that though. The hand goes the wrong way. Um, so he he has it up like this, right? And he goes, you know, his little Wolverine single claw. Um, and instead of turning his hand like it should be, it goes like the other way and starts rotating the wrong way to come down to plug in. Well, he's. I, I mean, just saw that and I was like, that, that, that 
Well, I mean, he's a robot. Maybe he's like, yeah, yeah. spins the wrong way to go down. Um, but no, it's a documentary on Netflix called Sly. Mm-hmm. And just goes through like how like, you know, his family and struggling like with his dad. And um, then how he like wrote Rocky and was able to do that. And just goes through his career and everything. Um, and Arnold's actually ended up giving some interviews of stuff. But I just thought that was a, a worthwhile documentary if you've not seen it. It was okay. pretty good. It's only like an hour and a half long. Clarence Bodica. Nark. I just like that word. Nark. Huffa. Iwa. Fiju. FJU8 something or other. So why does every single thing have a... Oh, wait. I was going to say, why does everything have like some names? Some are just like, like, wait, maybe those are the case numbers. Yeah, those are case numbers. Dun, dun, dun. I guess also like they one of the reasons they picked him beyond like any acting capability is to fit in the suit. I guess he's a like um, a long distance like runner, and so he's like super skinny. So putting him in the suit, he looks like a normal sized guy. Mm-hmm. But if you put a normal sized guy in, he looks like the fucking Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> So they're like, that won't work. We need a skinny dude to put in this. <laughs> I'm in my panties. Don't look down. This must be a really safe part of town if they just mm-hmm. leave the for sale homes just, for not one, not cleaned. Yeah. And secondly, the door open. rotting plants and a random hole in the wall with nothing there yeah what's supposed to go there hot water tank but if he's supposed to be remembering the the house as it was when he lived there so what's missing there <laughs> i'm not gonna lie that's a really gaudy fireplace yeah Food Ooh, concepts. concepts. <laughs> Left a broken coffee mug right yeah, there. Yeah, I'm like, how, how do you like pack up all your shit and you usually like a random one thing? And ru- so Family for it to photos. look like that, that means that's how it looked when they moved out. They just had rotting, well, it wasn't rotting, but just trash and shit everywhere and then it rotted as they left. And then a, you know, a half-burned photo. But also, supposedly they had him ready in 90 days. And based on timelines, he's probably been out been out there for a few weeks. So say it's been four months. In four months from his death, they just decided to bolt and like leave a bunch of trash at the house, and it's never been cleaned for prospective buyers, even though they have computers in there trying to sell it. Uh, yeah, I, none of it makes sense. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, I remember this memory. Take it off, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was dreaming of when he decided to get up and come check things out. Oh, shit, where'd she go? This, like, walk where he's, like, all, like, angry just seems weird. No, I, I think it's awesome. No, 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 I, I'm not, I'm, I'm like, it just seems weird. It fits what's going on, but it's just, like, all of a sudden, just, like, it, it really sticks out for him, yeah. like, losing his shit. 
also, he's apparently in his like his underwear right now. There are boobies everywhere. Um, <laughs> he's like not wearing the bottom half of the suit right now because he was so scared of falling down those stairs. <laughs> They're just walking around in shorts. <laughs> well, God, speaking of that suit, apparently, like, in between takes, they had, like, tubes of shit going down, like, blowing, like, cold air and all kinds of stuff in there. And he would have to, like, chug a shit ton of water after each time he got it taken off. Because during filming, he'd lose, like, a few pounds of water just and sweat every single day. Nobody stops. They're just going to keep right on dancing. That's a fucking mountain of coke. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any other way to have coke? (laughs) In a can? (laughs) Okay. That's just a waste. He's not going to be able to snort all that. No, That's but he's hundreds gonna... of waste, hundreds of dollars wasted. No, he's going to try. <laughs> yes, I will. And he just made VP. He doesn't give a shit. Bob. Bob. <laughs> Bitches, leave. <laughs> later Uh. (laughs) do you know who my dad Brought this message on DVD. <laughs> It'd only be better if you brought it on Laserdisc. <laughs> <laughs> There's this giant vinyl-sized CD I'm going to play for you. Why is that always the go-to? Because if, if they're doing it for money, clearly they'll do it for more this, money. This here was his decision to do this. Oh, the tongue thing? Yeah, he was like, I couldn't resist doing it, so. <laughs> I, I don't know. that. I mean, it's it's kind of a cool, like, you know, thing for the villain. But for hand grenades like that, you're more likely to rip out your teeth in the pen. You know what I mean? But this is a, a, a futuristic 80s grenade (laughs) well even still i mean with a digital countdown the friendly fire incidents on that if it just kind of like if you lightly pull on and it comes out it would be horrific i thought this was crazy interesting i'm like you guys are like wasting a bunch of cocaine too because the way it's being blown into there look at all that waste that comes out after it drops maybe they clear it out and then just add it back to the pile 
I don't know, maybe. But I was like, these little glass vials of cocaine. I was like, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> maybe I should preface. I've never done coke in my life or been around coke. So <laughs> don't take my like interest in this stuff like, oh yeah, my coke didn't come that way. <laughs> Mine comes in a little baggie. Here's $300. <laughs> oh, that's a so Dick Jones line. His nose? He's like got allergies, and so he's blowing shit up his nose, too. Uh, you said that's a what line? That was a Dick Jones line. Good business is where you find it. That was something he read in his opening speech before ED-209. Oh, uh, really? There's a reason for that. I wonder why. Let's find out. Continue watching for more. <laughs> Would you like Would to you know more? Beat me to it. I was going to say it. Would you like to know more? My desire to know more intensifies. <laughs> Yuck. Are you just snorting his cognac? <laughs> and he drank it after his fingers had been put in it. It's alcohol. Still. It's showing I don't give a shit. <laughs> guns, guns, guns. You must be sad a lot. That's why you're a criminal. <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone knows the tigers suck. <laughs> That, that door has a lot of bend in it. <laughs> this was such a cool scene. All right, we should count bullets in this scene. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> no, it, it had references, not references, but it had a... A feeling to me of a robotic version of that Christian Bale movie where he's doing like the gun kata stuff. Oh, that came, um, shit, what was the name of that movie? Oh, it came way after this. Yeah. But I'm like, the way he's going to be like twisting and turning and shooting here in a second, it made me think of that. What was the name he's of that? He's like, he's the, the optimum movements to stay out of gunfire. Right. <laughs> what was the name of that damn movie? I don't remember. I completely forgot it too. Whatever the name of it is, it's fucking fantastic. That's a good movie. There, there's a movie that's not in the 80s that we should watch. Oh, all right. Oh, that's really going to bother me. Like, I've seen that movie a couple of times, too. Dun, dun, dun. I owned it on DVD for a long time, but then my DVDs went bye-bye. See? <laughs> Sideways, backways, up. He's like busting little robot move. That was a classic motherfucker.
Man, all the like most iconic movies also have like the iconic score. They have to. Because that's like the first thing that kind of grabs you is the sound. And I watched this movie a shit ton of times growing up. And it wasn't until I watched it, like, you know, in my late 30s that I realized, oh, that's like cocaine they're putting in those glass vials. And those glass vials he just stepped on was all the cocaine. Mm -hmm. It wasn't light bulbs. (laughs) (laughs) You have the right to attorney. (laughs) Anything you say will be used against you. (laughs) (laughs) What is that shit? Throwing you right through the sugar glass. Wee. I loved this scene where he's just like throwing him through shit. He's just like, I'm telling you, you're under arrest, but I'm gonna fuck you up in the process. For what you did to me. Mm-hmm. He's like, damn it. I like I think it's part two where that classified directive four gets deleted. Because he he walks out and like grabs onto an electrical substation, just shocks the shit out of himself and reboots everything. It's already tearing itself apart with cops. Oh, this is the scene I was talking about. All of them. Pick your choice. (laughs) So apparently the way that was written, he was just to turn and say, uh, like, I want my phone call or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he, he told the director, he's like, so what if I like spit blood out on this paperwork first and then say, give me my fucking phone call. And the director's like, I like it. <laughs> Cause he like, likes blood so much. and everything. I, I like that. That's not the same tracker from earlier. I think I'm, I'm sure they have multiple of them. <laughs> well, the one from earlier was just like a green light bulb. And then like whatever they put around it to make it look like streets. But like that light bulb and those streets were not going to be able to move. It was the uh, the Walmart toy version of what the track was. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Thank you. Going up. The long, lonely ride to the top. Mm-hmm. And then what he just had in his hand was the other one, which is the light bulb in it again, because it was orange lights instead of red lights. (laughs) 
it's hard not to talk over this scene because I'm like, I want to watch this scene. Yeah. <laughs> and all the stuff with Ed 209. We, we don't have to talk. I mean. <laughs> What's the point of a commentary? We don't. Well, it it's tough, though, because, I mean, like, we run into this problem before. We're like, because we're watching all these awesome movies. Yeah. And you get sucked into it. We got to watch a shitty movie. That way we can keep talking. <laughs> Dude. Uh, okay. <laughs> And he's like, oh shit, what the, oh, yeah, what, uh, um, okay. Dun, dun, dun. So, uh, Directive 4 makes him go fucking shit haywire when he tries to do it, but upholding the law, he can fuck him up for a while before he's like, you know what, yeah, I should probably not do that. Well, Directive 4, I'm assuming, is probably like superseding all others. Yeah. So there's some leeway in the whole uphold the law thing, but this, nope. He's over there. I want one of those suits. I'll wear it to a, a costume party. There was a dude that 3D printed one oh, yeah? and wore it to like different Comic Cons. He actually met Peter Weller wearing it once. Um, he did another like little offshoot YouTube video where he was like walking around a Walmart, like grabbing potato chips and stuff. <laughs> I this whole scene was like reminiscent of when he got shot up too because he was getting shot up uh, yet wasn't dying and was like doing everything to stay alive mm-hmm. here he you know that director four thing like you try to arrest an OCP uh, officer so it's supposed to result in immediate shutdown yet he's still awake and doing shit hmm well, you would think shutdown means like a complete shutdown, but maybe not in this case. I don't know. Well, that's what he said. He said but resulting in that right there. Shutdown. Sorry, that yeah, shot that right eye. there. Um, even though like like the big crux of this movie, um, Alex Murphy goes through this horrific event, right? Um, and he gets turned into RoboCop, has his humanity ripped away from him. Yeah. You know? That shot, like it showed, even though like, yeah, he's going back through like his life, that showed one thing that makes him human. Fear. Mm-hmm. I love that shot. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. It was super important. I wanted to point that out. No, you're, you're absolutely good. It showed that there's still a man in the machine. Exactly. Hell, I don't even remember what I was saying because your <laughs> shit was, it was good. That's, that's one that, like, I love this movie. Like, it's it's incredibly paced we've talked about everything serves a purpose it's incredibly intelligent mm-hmm. in the satire the writing see there was that that shot again it's it's just amazing well speaking of uh shots they're like with the miniature team you know they did all this stuff and then right when he's about to roll down there they literally just like had a, a miniature of the entire um staircase built mm-hmm. with a camera pointing up it in the limiter, and they literally just had it sit there and they were like and camera rolling and they just let go of it and let it roll and somebody at the bottom catching it to make sure it didn't fall apart Mm -hmm. but the one thing that i hate about this movie guy i literally hate it 
was when the Ed to a nine was throwing a fit just now that he was on his back and the mm-hmm. pig squeal thing, mm-hmm. and a little baby pig squeal, whatever. Like I fucking hated that sound. I'm like, I, I get what they were going for it. Cause I mean, it's the suit, you know, when it's on its feet, it's growling at you and it's this big cat. And then when it's completely defenseless, like it's going to squeal, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I get, just, I, I get what they're, I didn't like that. It's even the cops. We have orders to destroy it. Yeah, yeah. Like not they don't him. even view him as a real person. They they don't even know that that he used to be a cop. Yeah. Except for the you know, the guy screaming it, but the SWAT team isn't gonna know. Yeah, this is a scene you just like can't help but just get sucked in and start watching it. Yeah, because it's it's the same shit he went through with you know early on. Yeah. Yeah, he's had to live with just being drowned in bullets several times in his life, and each time like finding his way to fight through it and survive. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's he's not gonna like you know shoot back and try and hurt him or anything. He walks really quick, but man, he moves fast when he needs to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think he could get up in that suit from that position without help? Uh, it'd be tough. Help. All right. No, like I had that re- RoboCop reboot. I had high hopes for it. The cast was was really good. Yeah. Gary Oldman, Samuel Jackson, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Yeah. No, I I had high hopes for it, and I, I wanted to have a really cool like modern version of RoboCop with you know modern special effects and whatnot. Um, but it just didn't live up to it. It's kind of like there are movies that have been redone that were really good, iconic back then, and redone and still really good and mm-hmm. iconic, and I, well, maybe you need a second time at it, because uh, the first redo of RoboCop was not great. Um, Planet of the Apes, it's a fantastic film series, uh, and then they redid it with Mark Wahlberg, and it was a big whiff, swing and a miss. <laughs> uh, but then they tried it another time, and the the, the newer ones are, I mm. think, fantastic. So they need it. They need to have another go at RoboCop. The the trick with with the 2014 RoboCop is like. This one, yeah, there's a lot of excellent social commentary and, you know, very poignant um, subtext to a lot of this stuff. But with the new one, it it took itself way too seriously. Mm. Um, that was a big problem with it. And I, I never really liked the the version of RoboCop that they went with, with like the whole Cyber Ninja thing. I never I never bought into it. I liked this one because it's, it's one of those, like when they showed him when he was, you know, going through the drug lab. Like they're throwing everything they can at him, yeah, and he just keeps going forward. Yeah, he was he, he was built like a tank. Exactly. Was, yeah. That's I, that's that's my I way prefer that. Yeah, um, like I didn't I didn't bump into the idea that he was like moved faster and everything too much. I think they just like took it a little too far. They could have turned it down just a bit. 
But also, I didn't like the fact that he could just whenever he wants, and his helmet swifts back, and he can just show his whole face. I'm right. Like, the whole point of this is like he's not viewed as a man, right, for a long time until he is. The uh, a big problem with that is a lot of a lot of actors will have things written into their contract that they have to show their face a certain amount of time. Yeah. I'm betting that's what played into that. Maybe. That's probably why I, right now, I'll say how much I respect um, this actor, which I'm sure you'll remember the name of, and because you probably know where I'm going. Um, he's been in a number of things. Right now, he's known for The Boys. He was also in the, the rebooted Star Trek movies, but yep. he came in and played Judge Dredd, oh. and he specifically said, you're not going to show my face, he, he like was they a, did with the Stallone film where they brought him He, he was a huge off. fan of the books. Yeah. Um, it was Carl Urban. Case. Yeah. There you go. You know me and names. Yeah. Um. It's like, I can name a number of fucking things he's in. I just couldn't think of his name. <laughs> yeah, Carl Urban. But yeah, like, that movie, it's another really fucking cool movie. But they made sure, he was like, no, like, you're going to do just yeah. like the comics. All yeah, you ever Dredd see is never took his helmet hand. off. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Jagass. <laughs> Oh, you're speaking my language. <laughs> Your uh, pants are kind of wrinkled, buddy. I don't think he cares. <laughs> Dick. Well, speaking of reboots... I don't know if this is true or not. This is another thing I read. So, talking about like wanting another good Robocop, right? Apparently, there's a film in the works called Robocop Returns that's supposed to be a direct sequel to this that completely ignores part two and part three. Uh, who's doing no, it? No, uh, well, it listed like, some, I think it was like a female director. I didn't write her name down, so I don't remember because um, I didn't recognize the name. But yeah, it's supposed to ignore the other films in this series and just do a direct sequel to this kind of like uh those those recent halloween movies i think did um, um hmm. but Didn't yeah i'm just like i cautiously optimistic if this is real i haven't seen like man i haven't seen a halloween movie since like the original john carpenter ones but oh i i don't watch it i just knew that's what they did with those movies but i never watched them well rob zombie did one didn't he one. yeah but they weren't in the same like canon or universe or whatever you want to say. But no, they, they when they brought What's Her Butt back uh, from the Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah, and there's like three of them, I think. They They've were done all a like couple, a direct, yeah. And direct it's... sequel to the, the first one or something. <laughs> Baby food. And you missed it. <laughs> like the holes here, like say where the head, headphone is. And he like had it way up here on the top of his head and he just pulls the trigger. Well, he can't see where it is. It's like, man. Well, yeah, he pulled he that bolt from behind his, his head. Brain. <laughs> yeah, like the the I remember like when I you know, when I saw this movie when I was a kid putting two and two together, that like that would go like into half his head. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, like this always throws some people, but it doesn't really bother me that much. When he takes the helmet off, which is the top half, suddenly the chin strap's gone. Mm-hmm. 
I, I didn't. I don't care. Yeah, it's like I, I didn't really bump into that very much. So here's the thing. Is that actually like the front half, all his skull and face? Or did they rebuild it out of machinery and they just, just draped trans, trans. his skin over the, the, the robotic portion? I don't know. Away. <laughs> so it looks like he has a bullet in his head. That's that's the scar from when Clarence shot him. Right? I know it's supposed to be the scar, but since they put that little circle in there, it's almost like that's the end of the bullet sitting in his head. <laughs> Maybe. They may not have been able to pull it out. Or at least that's as far as they got. <clears throat> yeah, because you can see the helmet on the floor and it doesn't have the chin strap on it. But like I said, that never really bothered me too much. But yeah, it's fine. I'm curious what this show is, like what it's supposedly about that everyone's always watching. It's literally just some dude, like, messing with girls' boobs all the time and having booby-shaped cakes and that's what That's what passes for, for entertainment in this, you know, dystopian older Yeah, Detroit. like in the special features on this, there is like uh, a pizzeria scene that I don't think is ever actually shown in the movies. Uh, in, the, in the actual movie in the background or anything that you can watch and it's literally just girls like topless girls making pizza and he's like oh yeah maybe it's a like have you ever you've seen it have you seen idiocracy yeah where like um when they when they show joe when he goes into the future like what passes for entertainment back guy getting hit in the nuts over and over yeah <laughs> oh yeah so this whole scene right here apparently is uh, some street in Dallas uh, that was like scheduled to be just demolished and rebuilt oh, really? or something All else. Right. So th so that's why they were able to hit, come out here and actually start blowing, blowing shit stuff up. Because they're like, they're going to tear it down anyway. And like these guns they had are, are real guns that they're shooting things and blowing shit up with. This is, this is what I got from the... I was like listening to interviews from them on the special features. Um, and apparently it's really fucking heavy. So they had like dummy ones that they could tote around and pretend, uh -huh. but it actually like sat on like a tripod kind of thing. And there's like, boom and blowing shit oh, to pieces. Man, that's cool. It's like, a but then they had to like pretend it was heavy when they had like the ones they could carry. Explosive rounds. Like, like I said, that's what they said. Like I, I can't confirm or deny, but like the actors said this. So I'm just like, that's fucking crazy. Bang, bang, bang. Man, just the kickback on that thing would be insane. Uh -huh. <laughs> Step up! <laughs> Sorry, going back to Ninja Turtles there. Yeah. Out of all the shit you could have shot, you shot a fire yeah. hydrant. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, that they might have just been making shit up. I don't know, but that's what they fucking said in the interviews. Because I'm like, that you... Oh, it's crazy. He's had guns they can blow shit up with. Also, this scene right here. They're so close to what got blown up that uh, that guy right there on the right, mm -hmm. uh, shrapnel hit him and embedded in his cheek. 
And he was like picking shit out of his face uh, that blew into him. Oh, that's oh wow! I didn't know that. So because of what happened to the two of them and being so close to it, uh, they got added, uh, uh, got paid stuntman fees. Oh, really? As part of the oh, film. Oh, that's cool. Because they got, cause they they had got shit just up. blown up into them. Huh. Yeah, that's all shit I got from watching the special feature interviews with oh, them. Oh, that's cool. I do have to say the prosthetics that they used for this movie are incredible. It's funny you say that. Um, something else I was looking at is apparently when they did their initial reveal, the people who did the prosthetics, um, based on what I was reading, is like they wanted it all to be really dark. Uh, whereas the director was like, no, I want it as bright as possible. Uh, because they were worried about the prosthetics not looking real mm-hmm. uh, with too much light. I think it looks fantastic. Yeah. Oh, also speaking of light, apparently... When they first were like lighting Robocop as like a normal actor would be lit, he was like reflecting too much light. Oh, really? So they had to adjust and light him like they light cars and commercials. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I got a bone to pick with this scene. She's helping him aim to get his like, you know, stuff back. When it goes to his vision, this is the problem I have. That's clearly not pointing at that, right? And she moves his arm to where the crosshairs are on it. He should be able to already tell the crosshairs are off. Right. What I feel that visual should have done is when he's aiming, the crosshairs are on it. And then she readjusts his aim and puts the crosshairs slightly off. And he fires, sees that it actually hits it, and then recalibrates it and puts it right there. That would make more sense. Uh, We got a real bad ice cream truck that's on 6,000 sucks. (laughs) It drives like shit. Mm. A little back and forth. It's like, man, the shocks aren't very good on that thing. Shut up. Where's that metallic mother? Shut your mouth. (laughs) Guy thinks he's shaft. (laughs) Yeah, see that? He loads Yeah, see, he just puts a a magazine in Yeah, he put a mag in. And you know, there's 148 rounds in yeah, that it's, magazine. It's a, yeah, 148 round mag because the the bullets are like half a millimeter. Well, it's, it's supposed to be a nine millimeter, and I mean those rounds are that right? Something I don't know. So for a magazine, it'd have to be like that long. Disc golf. Little jumpy, huh, guys? <laughs> Shit. Oh, bye, Leon. He missed. Shouldn't have announced his presence. Just, just, just started Shot shooting. Him in the back. He's got more honor than that. And he also looks at him like a badass. He's walking by like, what? Yeah. You can't hit shit with those things. <laughs> you didn't calibrate your aim like I did. Well, they're not really aiming. They're just hip firing. (laughs) Yeah. Great handling. It's a piece of shit station wagon with a roof. It is a 6,000 sucks. (laughs) Go in it. (laughs) 
And he moves real fast all of a sudden. Jip, and they just slows yeah. That's down what I'm saying. Walks. He can be real quick when he needs to be. I love how he jumps out of the way and then just like slowly walks. Cool guys don't look at explosions. Man, Toxic Avenger, dude. When I when I saw this movie as a kid, this this dude screwed me up, man. Oh, I get it. <laughs> trying to remember the first time i saw this movie so it came out in 87 so um i would have been maybe nine eight or nine yeah i think i was somewhere around 10 when i first saw it granted it would have been out for a few years by the time i saw it but yeah it's that dramatic chase why'd you guys go back to the old lair like, why did Robocop go to their old lair? And how did they know they were there? Well, they, they he had the Oh, had, he had the, the tracker. tracker. That's right. Duh. Dude, Bill and Ted stopped by. That was your buddy, man. I didn't notice the, the revolving, like, phone booth the first time. So mm-hmm. it was like, Bill and Ted! What happened to be excellent to each other? Oh. And liquefy him. Oh, bye-bye, Emil. Woohoo! Duke's a hazard. Well, except they typically landed on their tires. Because <laughs> they didn't have the balls to land on the roof. <laughs> that thing sucks. <laughs> Ba-doom-psh. You're a hell of a shot. Are you sure you're not yeah, Robocop? That's two shots in the chest. <laughs> Bitches leave. <laughs> I want to point your, your attention to this. Like that right, that scene right there. Mm-hmm. Um, the director Paul Verhoeven has mentioned um, that aside from all the other commentary, he actually views this um, as somewhat of a Jesus story. Um, so the character of Alex Murphy is crucified, tortured, murdered, resurrected, and in this scene, he literally walks on water. <laughs> I would never have thought of that. Yeah, I, I thought I thought that was kind of a neat touch, along with mm-hmm. everything else that he's done with this film. Oh, fuck! That would have hurt. I don't care if you're Robocop. <laughs> well. Boom. So apparently the that actor that just died, not in real life, but <laughs> that actor. Um, when <laughs> they just in did fact, the, they actually blew him up. <laughs> <laughs> they took his clothes that he was wearing for the scene and actually put the clothes he was wearing on the dummy that was hanging out the window. And then they blew it up. And so the clothes he was wearing are like all like, shattered and burnt and everything like that and apparently he has those clothes still oh, hanging cool. in his closet man i'd put that stuff in a shadow box oh Blech. and he was like if you talking about this how like he had to be like very careful how he's doing this because he had like a a tube that was running through the water over to him of his pant leg mm-hmm. up his arm leg and out and so he had to be like holding his hands so and squirting out and make sure not to accidentally like rip, rip the tube it, rip when he was yeah. struggling around uh 
<laughs> I'm tired. Not for long. Now this one's like a real full-size prop they made. That's why all it does is turn. Excuse me. You have 10 seconds to move your car or it will be crushed into a cube. Die, motherfucker! So they were going to sell that to the military. Even though the military had weapons that could use it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, I'm going to take a little nappy nap now. And have a seat. I like the little toe flick in a second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Murder. Murder. <laughs> Corporate greed. He cleans up nice. Well, let me show you. Activate Wolverine Claw. That I just stabbed a guy with. It's still got blood all over it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Again, why do they have live rounds in that thing? Mm hmm. And how is uh, that little spike thing for data transfer? Better than a USB. <laughs> well, again, 1980s. USB wasn't a thing then. I know. But I'm like, what else has that spike for them to do? Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh you ready yeah. for it? Here ready it for it? And Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I always hated that, and that guy that did that prop was also in the interview stuff I was watching, and he was even showing, like, the mold that was created. No comments on, like, the fact that even the mold is like, I'm sorry, when you're standing there, your, like, elbows are supposed to be above your waist, midway yeah, down, not, not, not down. down, like, halfway past like, your waist and down to your kneecap. But that, that that last line when he asked him what his name was and he said his name was Murphy, yeah. that was kind of him like reclaiming Yeah, reclaiming his humanity. Like I said, man, I I love this movie. It is so smart on so many levels. Yes, it is. No, I I've a big fan like and so there, there's a number of movies that we have watched and we'll do commentaries on. And no matter how much I love those other movies, this one, it just goes so fast. Mm -hmm. And you look down, you're like, 
movie's already fucking over. It feels like I just started it 20 minutes ago. Yeah. That, but it's been an hour and 45. Yeah, that's that's the, the pacing I was talking about. Like, everything grabs your attention. It serves a purpose. There's mm-hmm. nothing wasted. Yeah. Um, it's it's just a fan. Like, I remember watching this when I was a kid. I was like, oh, awesome. You know, robots. Everybody loves yeah, robots. Right? And then you watch it again when you're older and you got more of a more of an adult perspective on it. And that's, that's when you start grabbing onto the other themes and mm-hmm. everything. It's so good. No, it definitely is. And then that's why, as, as an adult, you get to have you all your up, little you toys. toys. I got my Robocop toy that's posed in a way that I keep on the ground shooting up. And my little Ed 209 over there. That is really there. fucking cool. Isn't it? Yeah. The, the only thing is, like, these, these guys don't, like, move around all that. Oh, yeah, he also has the big fucking gun the he used to blow them up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, they don't move around all that easy. And I thought this was, like, a great little setup yeah, where yeah. it looks like he's being attacked and he's, like, trying to fend for his life. But excellent. I like these. Yeah. These are cool. Don't mind me. You know, it just makes me think like when we did Ninja Turtles, I wish I had brought all the like Ninja Turtle shit down. So I was like, you know what? From now on, any movie we do where I've got toys from it, toys are gonna be front and center. <laughs> Cause I did I did put this thing on for Ninja Turtles, so And that's where it stayed. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. Actually, they're not, uh They're not dolls, they're action figures. <laughs> but yeah, also like down here, if I recall, if I'm remembering right. Pretty sure it pops out somehow. There it goes. You oh, neat! Gun in there. With, with the gun store in there too. Yeah. yeah. It will. Oh, that's it, cool. It doesn't sit in there all that easily, so I don't really put it in there. But his leg does open up, so you could put the gun in there and then close up with the gun in it. But yeah, like I said, that portion's not all that easy to mess with. And ooh, I just busted it off. Oh no! And it pops back together. Just gotta pop that back in there. But that's why I don't open it much. I was just trying to show it to you, I, and then I, I popped it. it off, and, and it broke. <laughs> Does it pop back into place? Yeah, it does. If I can get it back into place. Come on. That goes there, and there we go. Yay! Crisis averted. Come on. I'll break it again. There we go. Yeah, like I said, that's why I don't do that pop out very much because it, like it's a pain in the butt to put back together. That makes sense. But yeah. Oh, anyways, I'm curious if it's still in here. I didn't look for it last time, but there's a, a or I guess it's a section where it's like, you know, no animals or whatever will harm the making this movie. Uh, oh, the, yeah, no, the, and the Humane Society thing? Like, yeah. it, it gets to the point where it's like, you know, reproduction of this is prohibited, blah, blah, blah. And, it's, and then it has like some line at the end of it that's like, it's like the Ed 209 is going to come after you, but I don't remember <laughs> what it says. So we'll have to keep an eye out for it. But Somewhere here in the credits. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. But no, I mean... It, it it does make me want to watch some of the other Robocop stuff. And I had thought about buying it beforehand, but I didn't have enough time. But buying that Robocop, Robocop game that came out and playing I, dude, it a little bit I've, beforehand. Like, I've, read I've heard good things. It, a lot of really good things. Like, if, if I can carve some time out, I really want to play it. Yeah, so do I. It's, it's supposed to be a direct sequel to, to this. Like, oh, yeah? it takes place in between one and two. Okay. Um, they're like little things, little tidbits about like nuke the drug that they're doing in RoboCop Two. Yeah. That are in that game, but it's they got Peter Weller back to do the voice, which is amazing in himself because that. he wants like he doesn't want to talk about RoboCop. He doesn't want to do anything with it. The fact that they got him back to do the voice, awesome. Um, well, I know he didn't want to do any more RoboCop movies, but I thought uh, I heard in the commentary that he was saying like this is one of his uh, like favorite movies he's ever done right but it's it's such a like 
pain in the ass to do it with the suit that he doesn't want to do anymore. Well, there's, yeah, it's, he, he just, he gets like, cause there was a, a thing that he did at a comic con somewhere and he, he was like very strict. Like, I don't want to talk about RoboCop, no RoboCop questions. I don't want to answer them. Mm-hmm. He's just, that's what he's been doing for, you know, 40 years and he doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I get that. Cause he, I mean, there's other shit he's done and he probably wants to talk about the new stuff he's doing, but everyone wants to talk about RoboCop. Right. Like he did a number of stuff in like Star Trek and everything. Yeah, too. he played Admiral Marcus. He played a great villain in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's got several books out. Like I said, he's he's got the PhD in the Italian Renaissance. He he'd love to talk about that. Yeah. Um, but no, like they, the fact that they got him back to voice the voice the character in the games. You know, they brought back as many actors as they could. Um, it's supposed it's supposed to be a lot of fun, and it's it's a great homage to the actual like RoboCop world. I mean, this is a perfect time to pick it up and actually play it, though. Uh, if it is a direct sequel to go between RoboCop 1 and RoboCop 2, having just watched RoboCop 1. Mm-hmm. All right, we're, we're getting into all the, the all rights reserved stuff and duplication mm-hmm. stuff, so it might be down here somewhere. Maybe. Oh, there it is. The motion picture is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries, and its unauthorized duplication, <laughs> yeah. distribution, or execution may result in civil liability and criminal prosecution by, by enforcement, enforcement droids. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a... Man, I love this movie. And it just occurred to me, ED, Enforcement Droids. Yeah. Enforcement you Droids. You just now got that? Yep. Yep. <laughs> they even tell you in the movie. He's like, the Enforcement Droid 209. Oh, I don't remember him actually saying Enforcement yeah, Droid Yeah, Dick Jones said that in, in his big, like, spiel. Oh, really? Yeah. I totally missed that. Um, well, shit. Well, that's the end of uh, Robocop. Uh, fucking awesome movie. Love um, it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, any final thoughts? No, I, I, I've spoken at length during this about my <laughs> absolute adoration for this movie. I cannot speak highly enough about it. <laughs> well, I'll just say dead or alive, hit subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> nice tie back. I approve. Excellent job. Oh, gosh. Uh, well, um, I hope you guys enjoy these. Uh, if not, too bad we do. Um. <laughs> it's fine. We get to watch movies. You guys can watch with us if you want to. If not, hey, that's okay, too. Uh, but I also know, like, we talked about a number of different movies. We might be able to do a commentary at some point. But, hey, there's some suggestions that you have you want us to watch. Let us know. Let us know. But uh, until next time, I'm Jeffrey. I'm Anthony. Catch you at the movies.